What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Handy Slapped. I am your host, Reverend Jordan Schrader. It is episode 58, and we are going to do something a little different today, in case y'all didn't know. Um, in my free time, I like to do a lot of different things. I like to make films. I like to uh, perform stand-up comedy. I love everything, movies, and especially video games. And we recently just saw the release of the Super Mario Brothers movie. And today on the show, we're going to have a very special guest of ours. His name on YouTube is Adam Common, C-O-M-M-O-N. He does a lot of uh, content on video games, his favorite kind of video games, and he does live streams as well. And... Without further ado, we are going to talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie together. Uh, there will be spoilers later in the podcast. So just a heads up, there will be a warning on when the spoilers come in. And uh, the following was also recorded via Zoom. So I apologize in advance for the difference in audio quality. So, here we go. Well, Adam, we just saw the Super Mario Brothers movie, and, well, what did you think, my friend? Well, um, yeah, I I really liked it a lot. Uh, we watched, I watched, I watched it with, um, with my wife and our three-year-old daughter. It was her first time going to the theaters. I was a little nervous at first because... Well, he's three years old, and she just barely turned three. So I was like, maybe this is she ready? But no, she she did pretty good. She got a little restless at the end, but she really enjoyed it, and yeah, we had a fun time. So, and for anyone who don't doesn't know who's listening, I'm a I'm a huge like Jordan already knows this, but I'm a huge huge Nintendo fan. So, absolutely, uh, yeah, there were kids in my theater as well, and uh. I got a little worried at first when I went in there. I was like, uh, no, my friend Dylan, yeah. uh, came, who came with me to the movie, uh, he was like, all right, if you start crying, then you're out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, uh, for a 4.30 afternoon screening, I was actually really impressed uh, with the kids. But anyway... I digress. So, yeah, I went to this yeah. movie uh, just a couple days ago. I went with a couple friends. Uh, we wore our Mario and Luigi hats. and uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't have I, I wore my Mario shirt for it. I should have worn my Mario shirt for this. But... <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, uh, we got into it. And I, I mean, obviously, I had, like, thoughts going into it. And, uh, um, mm. both of us being really big Nintendo fans and Mario fans, yeah, of course. Like, uh, Mario, especially, um, Super Mario 64 is very special to me. So, obviously, you and I are gonna be uh, best Mario game, yeah, <laughs> you and me are gonna be like, well, uh, have certain expectations for it, and at the same mm -hmm. time, like. I was thinking, like, uh, okay, I'm going to put my expectations 
on this level instead of trying to be like, well, if I made the movie, I would make it like this. So we go yeah, in there, yeah. we yeah. watch it, the 90, was it 91 minutes go by, and... Something like that, yeah. It was pretty much everything I was hoping for. I loved yeah. the movie. I really liked it a lot. As far as, like, um... I mean, what were people, like, you hear about all the critics, uh, that, like, yeah. the fancy movie critics and stuff. I mean, like, what the, were the they fancy expecting? movie critic? <laughs> Just, it, you know, know, like, what were they Like, the what's that? Sorry, and all that stuff. So, like, come on, they're, oh, yeah. they're trying to make it like, yeah, the thing for them, it's just they I, one, there's like, there's a huge negative stigma around video games in our culture, especially yeah. with the older generation. Um, and I just think they just don't get it. It's funny that I, I haven't, I didn't see Strange World. Did you see Strange World? I did not. Okay, I don't know. Like I know Strange World got like what seventy percent. You know, I think Minions Rise of Gru got seventy percent from the critics, mm-hmm. and like Omario. And I, I don't know. I, I you might I don't you might already know this, but for those listening, you might not know. Um, the way Rotten Tomatoes works is either the critic gives it a thumbs up or thumbs down. It doesn't, it's actually not an average of their score. It's just, do they recommend it or not? So the score basically means only half of the critics recommended it. And it kind of, and, and you know, it doesn't surprise me because this wouldn't get it. Um, Mario has never no. been about the story. And another thing is that um, I, I could see some of the, some of the critics especially these days being quote unquote offended by certain things like this very stupid, simple things. You know what I mean? That the average person wouldn't care about. I, I maybe I'll talk more about that in the spoiler section, but, um, and, but like really like for anyone listening, like this movie's great. It's great for the whole family. Like there's nothing. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's good. Um, the fans, this is obvious. A lot of the critics just have never played a Nintendo game. And if they do like, they just don't know how to do it, and it's and also they kind of failed at their job because I feel like the number one job of a critic is recommend movies that they think the public will like. And well, obviously they didn't succeed at their job because right. they just judged the whole thing. <laughs> I'm glad you bring that up and like uh, judge the whole thing because like as soon as like the first announcements for this movie came out, the cast announcements for this movie came out all the way to when the first trailer dropped. This movie was already getting certain comments on some of the choices it was making, specifically the cast. And um, I was one of those people. I had no faith when I first heard the announcement. I, I remember watching the Nintendo. I watched every Nintendo Direct. That's how much of a mega fan I am. Like, literally, I like watch it, try to watch it live if I can. And when I first heard the cast, I thought, wow, this is going to be a hilarious disaster. And I'm going to watch it. But I was thinking, like, I'm going to watch it expecting it to be bad. But so I was one of those people. But then, I don't know, like, when when do you think that changed? Because I think the marketing is really good. Like, when do you think that changed? Like, the whole, because, you know, it started off very negative. A lot of people were questioning, oh, Chris Pratt, you know, Jack Black. But, like, when, when do you think people started getting more excited? Because I, I think I have an answer, but I'm curious what you think. 
probably the most recent trailer, but like even when the first teaser came out and even the first official trailer, uh, a lot of people, even I agree with you, I was a little skeptical too when Chris Pratt was voicing Mario because in the trailers, they didn't do a, like justice to what we actually get, but... I don't know. To me, yeah. it didn't like really change until more recently. I mean, after a while, I just tried. This may not answer the question really well, but I tried to avoid some of the promos after a while until, um, yeah. especially up until the release, because I wanted to just go in and not knowing anything, just get what I get. And uh, that's my response. But why? Do you, where do you think it started shifting? So I think, for me at least, and I, I, I watched a lot of Nintendo YouTubers' reactions. The first teaser is when we started getting very positive reactions. The only negative reaction was Chris Pratt's voice. Yeah. Everyone was yeah. complaining about that. But before that, like before that, people were just, "Oh, this is awful." But when, when like. Bowser, like in the first season, says, open the gate. So I'm like, what? Well, that's Jack Black? Like, what the? Yeah, I, mean, right. I was expecting, yeah. when they announced it, I was expecting him to be sound, talk like Poe, talk like Jack Black. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, no, he actually talks like Bowser. Like, I mean, there's some, some parts you can totally tell it's Jack Black, but he, he actually does the role. And then that's when I started getting really excited. And then, like, and then this trailer after trailer kept on getting. I don't know. I feel like it is the marketing for this was amazing. Um, yeah. That whole Super Bowl yeah. commercial that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, the, they showed the last trailer they showed at a Nintendo Direct was the Rainbow Road sequence. It's probably showing too much, but um, people who were just getting really excited. Um, and by the way, like I, I think the Chris Pratt thing never went away. But now that people have seen the movie, I've heard a lot of people say, "Oh yeah, he's fine. Like he he does a good job." Um, most people complained about um, one, I, I don't know if this is really a spoiler, but one older character in the movie who's cranky. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah. If you know who I'm talking about. People yeah. complain about his voice, but he's like, he's not a major role, so it's not a huge deal. Um, yeah, I, I think that's when everything started changing. And the marketing for this, I, I will admit, I. As much as I love this movie, I do think the marketing is better than the movie itself. Like I'm just, and the reason why I say that is because like I, you have to understand, I'm like ecstatic that this movie exists. Yeah. But yeah. I am a, I I I'm not I'm not a professional critic critic critic, but I do over criticize. Like I overanalyze things all the time, you know. And and all my friends were like, "Dang, you like you don't know how to enjoy anything." Like, no, I do. Um, I am curious what people will think of this movie 10 years from now. Yeah. Especially if, assuming there's going to be other Nintendo movies. I have a feeling it's not going to age the best because it is does rely a lot on the references. And there is character, but the pacing in this movie is so fast. It is. I think they should have done one of two things. They should have either... Um, Added, make it a little bit longer, and and fill that up with some like character moments. And it doesn't have to be super deep. Like I don't, I'm not saying add anything to the story. Just have, just take a little bit more time to settle. Um, 
Sorry if you heard a knock there. That might be my kid. Oh, oh. Hello. Hold on one second. Yeah, you're good, man. Hi. Here, you close the door. <laughs> anyway, that was the three-year-old who watched the movie with me. Um, yeah, yeah for, they for should have added too. a little bit more. Yeah, they should have added a little bit more time, or they should have. I think maybe cut one set piece. That I think that's probably the better solution to keep the movie shorter oh. for kids. Like, maybe let's get rid of one set piece, which is really hard to do, but and then keep the movie the same length. I think that's that's what this is me being the snobby critic now. But like, I because I, I I do think like, holy cow, it is really hard just to breathe and. There are characters, there, there is character development in this movie, but there is character development. There is like character, you know, study. I mean, it's very, very simple, yeah. but like, that's what it needs to be. I think, I think the, the story they told and the characters they have is great. I think, I don't think they should change anything about the story, but just the pacing itself. I'm not saying change anything, not add anything. Just like, okay, let's, let's just like, maybe in this one section at the beginning, um, it, Maybe just spend a couple more moments before you get to the next action thing. Cause it's like action piece after action piece after action piece. And it's just, once you get so much, at least for me, I don't know how it was for you. Maybe you feel differently. It, was, it got a little bit overload. Like, holy cow, like there's so much happening. I can't process everything. And the movie sometimes feels longer than it actually is. But that's my one critique. That's, that's like my, my one biggest critique. And Maybe in the next movie, just slow down the pacing a bit. But everything else, though, like was was perfect. Like the characters were were represented perfectly. Um, like if, if these were the characters in the video games, so like so I don't want to focus. So I don't like for anyone. If anyone listening, just go watch this movie. All right, just go watch it. Okay, we want more Nintendo movies. Okay, even though I said those things. That's more of a critique saying, hey, this is what you can do better, Illumination and Miyamoto next time. Now, I think I, I give my thumbs up, but maybe, you know, next time we can improve on this aspect. And honestly, it doesn't surprise me because Miyamoto was a part of it. And Miyamoto isn't a huge story person when it comes to stuff. He's more about act in games, it's gameplay mechanics. And for movies, I guess it's set pieces because the set pieces in this movie were fantastic absolutely like, yeah 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 like i every set piece was just like this is awesome it's just like went by it is it, it literally was just like we go to this set piece oh we're done now this set piece now we're done this set piece now we're done and yeah. it's like whoa whoa, 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 whoa. like maybe just have like a moment where they just talk about you know because they had some some characters had some flashbacks to some things happening Maybe let's have some moments where they talk about that for like three minutes and then go to, you know what I mean? That's all, I, that's all I'm asking for, really. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. And um, with the marketing, go, um, I'll go step-by-step -step parallel with you um, before we go on to the spoiler section. Mm -hmm. um, I like that uh, the marketing was great. Fantastic. Oh, I totally agree with that. Uh, yeah, when that first teaser and the first official trailer dropped, the entire movie just looked fantastic. And then obviously, that's what that's why I brought up before. But then everyone was dissing on Chris Pratt for the voice, yeah. and then 
Um, but even which that, isn't even still, a like, problem, which isn't even one of the critiques in the movie, honestly. It's he's great. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I mean. That's uh, that was the whole thing. And then you watch the movie, I thought he did fine. I thought well, he, did he did good. And, and when we talk about the spoiler review, I think the way they introduced, like, you know, what I'm talking about that one cameo. I think that was the perfect way to address everything. <laughs> yes, yes, I caught that, and I was so happy. Yeah, I'm like. Yeah, <laughs> I love that cameo too. And um, yeah, I thought Chris Pratt did just fine. Yeah. Um, I think he did much better than um what the the people were saying he was going to be, and everyone on YouTube was saying about him. And just, you know, it's the internet, whatever you can't escape it. Um, and mm-hmm. I Jack Black just that was all natural him. Oh. Uh, you could tell he just loves this part. Yeah, like gosh, they comes gosh. dressed up as Bowser for like these things, and uh, I, you know, go him. I, I think it's like one of the best. He did really good. I saw some people on like on social media, like some parents asking some friends on Facebook, like, "Is Bowser going to be too scary?" I'm like, "No, like he's like the funniest yeah. part." Like all the kids, yeah. like, he's still intimidating. <laughs> but like, here's the thing, like. That's totally who Bowser is in the games, especially in the RPG games. Bowser yes. always is like this intimidating guy, but he's kind of like, like in Paper Mario, there's a section when you read his diary mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I hope Peach likes me. I'm like, you get that in this. Like, yeah, seriously. That, that is he's totally his in, character. He's the same way in the Super Nintendo of Mario RPG, which, of course, is a yeah. spiritual predecessor to Mario Paper Mario. Um because they're like they're the same connection. And I love that they do they bring that aspect to the character the Bowser in such a funny way. Oh yeah, uh, like he's like this intimidating warlord, but he's just kind of a bumbling charming idiot in a way. I don't know. Exactly. That's <laughs> what Bowser is to me. Like he's yeah. like the super intimidating beast. But at the end of the day, he's just kind of a brutering idiot. It's just so funny. Yeah, but like in a charming way, not yeah. like because a lot yeah. of people complain that villains aren't intimidating. Like it's not like oh my gosh, they're destroying our male character. Like no, it's not like that. It's more of like I've I've seen some people say I'm like come on, like no, this is who Bowser is in the game. Like yeah. this is who he is. Like and because it's because it's Mario, it's fun. Like. He serves the role as the final boss character. He's big and strong, but he's also just kind of he's enjoyable. He's just enjoyable to watch. And Jack Black nailed it. Like, yeah. and, and also whoever wrote the script, they nailed it too. Like, I mean, <laughs> I think it was a couple people. Um, yeah, that the script. And I was trying to pay attention to the credits. And you know uh, who was they, did, they did great. My goodness, what good screenwriters to do yeah. such a tricky adaptation i mean i'm glad you say that about like miyamoto being involved with as a consultant an executive producer of the movie because you can see it and he as you said he is more of a video i mean not video game uh like gameplay guy and uh that translates to action set pieces in a film and you really see that like um transliteration um in language that's like when say you have like Hebrew try to look like English. 
as far as like the lettering goes. And so like uh you see that like um crossover of a, an immersion of a movie about a video game and you see that like okay you see that in the story beats like okay it's action set piece action set piece and another one again that's how a video game works video game especially mario games the early games they weren't like Mm -hmm. about like these okay a big fight and then a long what's different nowadays but um then you have this long dialogue sequence of emotion character development explaining the plot details and how the MacGuffins work like there's no MacGuffin is there a MacGuffin in this movie there isn't I don't think there's a MacGuffin in this movie I guess like I guess Luigi maybe but not maybe it's kind of funny like a lot of these critics like especially like YouTube critics, and they might have liked the Mario movie. I don't want to place everyone in the same category, but they like over criticize the movie, saying, "Oh, there's a MacGuffin, therefore it's bad." I'm like, no, that's such um, a dumb critique. I never like that when people, people use trying that. to sound smarter than they actually are. And yeah. I learned this one thing, and now I'm no. Oh. But it's like, do you really want a movie that just does anyone really want a perfect? movie like what is a perfect movie and if it is like when i say a perfect movie i mean a movie that has no plot holes it's right. completely makes sense it's just you know everything just makes sense there's no plot holes there's no mcguffins Every, all those tiny you know basically cinema sins there's zero sins on the cinema sins meter yeah, yeah. perfect movie like, no what people want is want to feel things like it doesn't matter those things don't matter yeah. you can, like a, a perfect example of that for video games is Tetris is a perfect video game, in my opinion. There's, like, nothing you would change about it. And I think it's a great game, but is it people's, like, favorite game? Is that a game that you're just like, yes, I can't wait for... the You know, you know what I mean? Like, people like Zelda or, like, I don't know, or uh, the next Last of Us game. They want games that make them feel things, and wow. they're, they're not perfect. Those games really can't be perfect because there's so many ways they can go in. And I feel like it was the same way for movies. Yeah, and that's why, like, if I, if it was like a regular movie, like I came out of the movie theater saying like, "Oh, I liked it," but the story was blah blah blah. That's a nitpick because I mean, think about it, it's a Mario Brothers movie. Like, what yeah. are, what's it supposed to be? Like, you play like again Mario sixty four or Super Mario Brothers on the original Nintendo, and like, if you when people like. If you're a Nintendo fan and you really pay attention to like the dialogue of a Mario game, this movie nailed it. Like the way they talk and how they say things. Cause I'm gonna say this, like that was my original concern. Cause like first of all, the animation was beautiful. Oh, the animation was great. This is the best looking movie Illumination has done, besides the Rise of Gru. Rise of Guru looks pretty good. I haven't good. seen Rise like, of Guru, so I, yeah, I don't know. Right, like, and then, um, I think, uh, but this is gorgeous. And uh, my concern was the illumination humor style was going to be a little too uh, influenced into the movie. That was my worry. 
Yeah, like it's gonna be like Despicable Me minions, but Mario, and they didn't mm. do that, and I was so relieved. I think it's because of Miyamoto. I, I yeah. think it's because Miyamoto was there. It's yeah. Miyamoto probably just yeah. They probably had like a lot of agreement. Like no, he has got a Miyamoto is so controlling over he he loves his babies. Like he there's a reason why the cease and desist in Nintendo is like so stupid. They're overprotective for <laughs> everything. Yeah. But yeah. You know, the references were great. Like there were so many obscure references. When I say obscure, they weren't obscure for me. But for an average person who maybe he's played one or two murder games, it wasn't like, for example, I don't know if we're going to start to get talking about spoilers yet. But like, let's talk about like another video game ish movie, Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. So it has video game references in there, but it's like, oh, look, there's Bowser and there's like all these arcade guys, but that's about it. And there's a couple other things, you know, but it's like these references that like only appeal to like, it's very, I, I don't know how to word it, I, I, but I guess maybe it'd be easier to explain the difference. Like, for example, um, I don't know if this is considered a spoiler or not. I mean, I, I feel like the spoilers for this movie is just like the references, right? Uh, you know? Well, most part, um, like I have thoughts, but... this is I, I, I'm not going to count this as a spoiler, but like when like Luigi's phone rings, yeah, it's the GameCube startup and I'm like, holy cow, that's the GameCube startup news. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Like, this is like, like you recognize, I feel like, it, I think this is what I'm trying to say. Like, they bring up, at least for me, maybe it's, I'm biased because I'm an Nintendo fan, but the references here are much more relevant than yeah. like the video game yeah. references in, in Wreck It Ralph. Like, I still love Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph was a great movie, by the way. It's one of my favorites. But like, it's, it's more of like, that's more for like the really old school things, and it's kind of more or less very a lot smaller. But this one's like no, like if you've played a Mario game, you're probably gonna recognize something, you know. And like yeah. there's references from like the newest one. Like I heard music from Bowser's Theory in this. I don't know if you know what that is. If you played that, I've seen that. It's when Bowser turns into this huge kaiju, then Mario turns into a kaiju cat. They fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it like came out recently. Okay. Like a couple of years ago, that that yeah. music was in there, I, and I think for other people they thought, "Oh, this is fun music." But I'm like, "No, that's the Bowser's Fury music." <laughs> There's like stuff like that all over the game, you know. Yeah, music. like there was one part where you can very subtly, for like four seconds, you can hear inside the castle walls music. Oh no! When I heard that, I thought I thought of you. I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's only for like a few seconds, but I just vaguely heard it and I was so happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> really, I, I love that. Yeah, no, That's it, what it I love. Like, really I like that they didn't make it blatant. Like, they you made they made it like subtle, and it yes. made it even more fun to discover it. It's not like the references you see in a lot of Marvel and Star Wars things where it's really just shoved in your face and like I think it also works for this more because I don't know like Nintendo fans are just some of the most passionate fans out there and it's like it's just nice to get some love so like I feel like because there's so many Star Wars is much more focused I guess what I'm trying to say is 
Star Wars is much more focused on the story. We already got so much Star Wars. Same thing as Marvel. So like when they over rely on references, it's more cringe. But for something like this, it's not cringe because it's the first time we've gotten something like this. Mm -hmm. And also it's Mario. And also it's not like in your face, like, oh, look, this is that. It's like it's like the background music and the music fits the the background. Like, I guess another thing, another critique, I don't know how you felt about this. How did you feel about the pop music in this movie? I thought it was a little distracting, actually. Um, at first, especially. Uh, like, But I did, I'll admit, I think that we should go into spoilers because... Yeah, we should go into spoilers, yeah. Uh, uh, for those watching and listening, we are going into spoiler territory. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, you've been warned. Batman but, died. Yes. The only song I really liked was near the end where they do that Gardens of the Galaxy song. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, it made me think of Chris Pratt. Yeah, exactly. I'm so I'm kind of glad. I thought that was cute. I thought it was really cute. I, I actually was okay with that one. But like everything I else, think, yeah, whatever. I think the only one, me, this is me. This is the nitpick again. If I if I had to get rid of one, it'd be the take on me. Yeah, yeah. I feel like having it in the beginning in Brooklyn's fine. Having it at the end is fine. But let's have like only Mario stuff in the middle. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, what about like uh, when Mario was training with Peach? Uh, the, the oh, that one too, maybe. Yeah, I need a hero. Oh yeah, I, for I forgot about that. Yeah, I would take that. Probably right like scrub it from my mind. Yeah, that one's kind of. Yeah, I think another thing about this movie, there's so much upbeat music that it just gets over... I think that's part of the pacing issue. There's so much upbeat music that it gets overwhelming after a while. Like, I think... Yeah, I, I think... Yeah, yeah, I would get rid of that one, too. Yeah, because yeah. I kept thinking of Shrek, too. The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. But, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, those two maybe take on me. Uh, I thought that was kind of fun. In a way... It, it was but, fun. I love that song, but it just was okay. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. All right, we got ten minutes. Anyway, who cares? Um, oh well, I, I I knew this would happen. I talked too much. So. <laughs> no, it's fine. Just ignore it. I'll just edit it together. I'll cut this part out of me talking too. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So that the only song I really liked was that last one with Coast Bra. I thought that was great. Now, yeah. uh, my thoughts on like the subplot with Luigi and just Luigi in general. Um I thought Luigi was used fine. I thought it could have been used a little bit more. Hmm. Um is he uh MacGuffin? I don't know. I think that's so stupid. I don't know. I, I wasn't I didn't even think about that until I asked the question what's the MacGuffin like I mean yeah right he kinda is I guess Peach is a MacGuffin too for Bowser? Nah I don't think I don't think so. There really isn't a MacGuffin in this movie. It's just, uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Like, the, I guess. The, I guess the Kongs are a MacGuffin. They need that. <laughs> that goes for you too, Diddy Kong. Well, Cranky Kong was the voice I was talking about. I think Cranky <laughs> Kong. He just. He was the only one that really just didn't fit. But it was a yeah, like, like awesome. 
yeah, that voice stood out to me way too much. Where I was like, okay, that's a celebrity voice. He should have been back in my day. We only had one life and no continue. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he says in Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. <laughs> I will say Seth Rogen, even though other people were complaining about, oh, he just sounds like Seth Rogen. I think it worked. Yeah, I loved him as Donkey Kong. And, and I also felt like he reminded me of the Donkey Kong from Donkey Kong Country. Like that's yeah, because at the very beginning of Donkey Kong Country, he like you see like Cranky Kong, he's playing like the classic music of Donkey Kong, and then mm. young Donkey Kong comes down with his boom box and he's like, Yeah, rock and roll. And like, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> exactly, and, and, and yeah. Cranky Kong just hates the young, hip, cool stuff. Yeah, so uh, I like that. I think I was fine at the, the, the DK rap for his entrance music. I thought that was great. Oh I, yeah, no, that, that it was perfect. And he did the pecs. Like. Yeah, the I animation think, for Donkey Kong was really good. I thought all that was awesome. The sound effects were good. Yeah, um, and just uh, the, the the Kong world. Obviously, it's a lot of it. They mixed it with like King Kong, like the front entrance and stuff. I just love yeah. like the whole world building of Donkey Kong. Um and his mm. family and uh, everything. I thought that was awesome. Um. Anyway, I was I saying about Luigi. Um. Yeah, I yeah, think sorry. the whole thing on Luigi. I thought Luigi was fine. And my thing though, I was hoping for it's. I I thought about it for like a second. That when um Luigi first goes into what they call the dark world, the dark place. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, it goes in there. Dark, the dark, the dark place, the dark world, I don't know. the Something dark like lands. That. You know what I mean? Was it? This is the dark lands. Yeah, dark lands. Thank you. The dark lands. Yeah. yeah, and um, when he's first goes there for a second, based on like the imagery in the background, I thought maybe I'm like, are they going to go to Luigi's mansion? Oh, uh, that'd be so cool. I but, know. I thought I'm like, eh, no, they're not gonna do that. They don't have time for that. There's no way. Um, I don't know. It kind of looked like it because, like, just the way it, uh, the imagery it was, it, like, definitely was... like that was probably one of my favorite sections of the movie. Um, yeah. it gave me the Luigi's Mansion vibe. I, th- I have a feeling we're gonna get a Luigi's Mansion movie. In oh, no movie. doubt. So, no like, doubt. Like it's, oh, it's gonna be. I cannot wait. That's gonna be so great. That that might become like one of my new favorite Halloween movies to watch on Halloween. Honestly, yeah. I like I think you could call that a missed opportunity, but I also could see it as saving it for later. Don't don't play all your cards out at once, and that's why I feel like maybe in some areas it might have been beneficial to remove one of the set pieces. I don't know what set piece you'd remove because they're also good. Um. Yeah, but well, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. Let me know when you remember that um, one. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that a lot of the shorter scenes. I'm hoping a lot of them were like, uh, sneak previews of what they're thinking they want to go for mm-hmm. for future Nintendo films. Like you said, maybe a Luigi's Mansion, maybe a Donkey Kong movie. Um, obviously the end credits. The post credit scene is teasing a sequel if this movie does well, which it already has made over a hundred. He's already doing really well. 
million dollars and it's only saturday um so like yeah. th- it's gonna I- do well internationally too mm-hmm. it's, people outside the u.s are gonna love this movie um that's something people forget about like i i made a prediction i guess maybe i'll let you finish your thought and i'll, I'll talk about the, the financial stuff later but <laughs> that's pretty much it like that and um somewhat surprisingly not really somewhat surprisingly there was unless you saw it there was zero reference to a potential zelda film um oh yeah no there was i didn't notice anything at all no like i thought i was so hoping that um anyway this is all internet talk that they were setting up a nintendo shared universe Maybe oh, I think it's possible. Maybe they are, but they're doing it more subtly, but not subtly, but more safe. And they're not just yeah. like belching it out like DC well, did after yeah. Marvel blew up with the uh, MCU. They don't want to like. I think I think they're playing it conservatively. If that's the case, I think there's no way they're not actually setting up something i mean like oh, well, because there's so much money involved in it. i know and the writing is on the wall for real yeah that zelda one. Oh, yeah I, I gotta say i have a lot of thoughts thoughts about zelda uh-huh. uh, i don't know if you saw what i posted i did i did see that yeah. yeah and like i feel like if they did it right I feel like I either would love it or hate it. I feel like yeah. it'd be really hard for me. And maybe it's just because me, because Zelda is my favorite series. Yeah, it, it's just that like you need someone. You need Miyamoto or someone that I don't know. Actually, I don't know if I'd want Miyamoto for that. I'm not gonna lie because I forgot his name. There's some other guy, the guy who basically made the story for Link's Awakening and Ocarina of Time and and other stuff. There's some guy I forgot his name, but anyway. I'd want him to be there because Miyamoto sometimes he's great, but sometimes some of his ideas, especially when it comes to story, aren't the best. Like it's, he's not really a big story guy. Um, and I feel like Zelda does need story. You can't you can't yeah. just do a bunch of random. You can't do something. Mario's all about the fun, fun. You know, boom, boom. Don't yeah. don't think about it too hard. Zelda is like Zelda shouldn't be like crazy deep, right? But it can't be thin either. Zelda is really good at just having Zelda is one of the most bad as a video game is one of the most balanced video games like it has a lot of story but it also has a lot of gameplay and it mixes that evenly. And yeah it's very like, uh, it's kind of like children's books like Mario yes. would be like a picture book or something fun and Zelda would be like a, ch- a children's chapter book. Like, in other words, it'd be like the next step, or like, um, mm-hmm. at the beginning reading level, which would be Mario, Zelda would be like the intermediate reading yes. level, it'd be the next step in the video game playing evolution. And like, uh, Zelda has a lot of lore and backstory, does have a lot of lore compared to Mario, if, if, so that would be a much different piece yeah. to handle. Yeah, so like if they did a Zelda movie, which they likely will, um, there's so many of the games they could do because most of the games, you know better than I do, most of the games give the impression that like it's like starting a whole new story because like 
um, each game, like Wind Waker, Ocarina of Time, Twilight Princess, it's like, oh, you're the destined hero. So, like, mm -hmm. if you really think about it, any of the games could be the first movie. And, like, well, yeah. like do you think it would be simply Ocarina of Time? It depends if they want to follow the timeline or not, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> would it be too obvious <laughs> if they did Ocarina of so Time? The more, yeah, the more I think about it, I, I can, the more I think about it now, um, I think what Mario did was smart. The Mario movie they didn't base it off of any game. It was the origin story, right? Maybe mm -hmm. it have the Zelda movie take place in a as a as a different link, right? Mm -hmm. um, the, however, I will say the one reason why Ocarina of Time is a good one to start with is because um, if you want to be consistent with the lore of the games, uh -huh. which granted it isn't like the most important thing in Zelda, sorry to, you know, sorry, hardcore lore Zelda fans. I'm, you know, anyway, um, but like Ocarina of Time is one of the first ones in the timeline and here's the thing i don't there's the thing you need to understand so um, I, as i don't know how much you know i'm pretty sure we've talked about this before but um every link is different in every zelda game it's a different link every single time because each game ex excluding the, the direct sequels like majora's mask and phantom hourglass and then tears of the kingdom will be there's like there's usually like hundreds of years between each one or maybe thousands of years between each game However, it's always the same Ganondorf. It's the same Ganondorf, except for one exception, the one in Four Swords. And we don't necessarily know which Ganondorf is the one in, in uh, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. But And then Zelda's different every single time, too. So the very first game in the timeline is Skyward Sword. And to make a long story short, essentially... Um, there's, so there's three goddesses that created Hyrule. There was the goddess Hylia as well. And she was some demon king named Demise was a, was attacking. And anyway, she reincarnated herself. She's a re, the reincarnation of her is Zelda. And then you're Link and you have to stop Demise. And when you beat Demise, he puts a curse on you saying, My, I will come, I'll be reincarnated as well. And this will this cycle will go on for eternity where will this the hero will always fight an incarnation of me and yeah so that's the incarnation of him is ganondorf but the first time gandorf appears in the timeline is an ocarina of time so that's why i think ocarina of time would be a good starting point however i think the more i think about it now it might be better just to maybe do make up a new story somewhere because you can the time since there's like since there's hundreds of years between each game you can literally fit a story anywhere you, you can literally put it anywhere and with very little effort so i feel like that'd probably be the best effort however it is if they want to make an origin story um ocarina time would be the best for ganondorf because you know but i don't know maybe not because I don't. I don't want them to retcon it that Gandorf in the Gandorf in our current time wasn't the first Gandorf either, because that'd be a bummer. Maybe he isn't. I guess that would make a big deal, but I don't know. I feel like I'll just say it, it's probably it would probably be easier if they just did their own story, but maybe base it off of something else. 
See, like, that's interesting because, like, that's why Mario the Mario movie worked because it is an origin story by definition. But, yeah. like, Mario, it's not obviously a story driven game, therefore, it doesn't need to be per se a story driven movie. It's so interchangeable because Mario goes off of tropes. Like uh, the guy that has to save the girl. That's it. Mm -hmm. And uh, platforming and some puzzle solving. That's it. Like it's a no brainer. But like with Zelda, because it's more of a story driven thing. And then you got like, you say like they need to make an origin story. I agree with that. And at the same time, um, Mm -hmm. a lot of the games, if you're not into the lore, like, Obviously, I know the lore, too, but, like, each game almost already feels like an origin story. So, like, depending on, it all depends on how you look at it, obviously. In the beginning, yeah. it seems like that, but once you dive further into the story of each individual game, you kind of understand it better, but, but obviously. But, like, I think I agree with you, actually, that Ocarina of Time would technically be the best option because in my opinion it's the most accessible for people and not just for the gamers and the fans but like even potentially a wider audience because the story is a little more straightforward even though there's time travel but i think that's a fun a uh, little twist. Time travel isn't that hard to grasp for people, honestly. No, right? exactly. Also, that movie's like Endgame. But like to see a fantasy story on film do time travel, you don't see that like at all. Yep. Oh, you never see that. I think that'd be so cool to make mainstream mm-hmm. in uh, like a family film. So anyway, um, I think that's just what. The, the Super Mario Brothers film did so well. And yeah. being respectable fan service without being yes. obnoxious. But, like, it was also so accessible for people to draw them in. And, like, you don't need to be an exclusive Mario fan to understand that. Maybe you a don't. lot of it the plot, like, you don't. Right, like you don't need to like live off the references, like a lot yeah, of you just won't appreciate the references, really, and you won't even notice the references. It must be a thing. <laughs> exactly, that's why I like that. That's so good, and like um, I was going with that. So yeah, you don't need to rely on it, and you can yeah. just enjoy it. This is my other thing: you can enjoy it for what it is because the movie knows what it is. It's exactly. Not, it, it's, it's not, not trying to be anything. It's not. It is not a pretentious movie. No, it's not. Which is maybe why the critics hated it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could couldn't do, relate to it. You could do a Mario Inception movie. Like, every time he goes in the pipe, he goes, Warm. You could do it. Like, <laughs> you could, but like, yeah. Uh, we, like, we need Wario and Y Luigi in the next. Yeah, season. I was. That's the one thing so I would say were there. They'll be in the sequels, of course. But I think it's fine they weren't in this movie. That would have been too much. But I think there'd be like great true. wild cards. I, I, I would just love it if Wario and Y Luigi 
were just there to get like cause some scheme, like Team Rocket. They're just kind of like in the background, <laughs> messing things up, and like maybe they unintentionally do like save the heroes last minute. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> See, like I think that's what they need to be. They need to be like, yeah, yeah. They, um, they need to be like little tricksters. Exactly. Yeah, like not big things, but yeah. Overall, man, I just uh, it's great. Um, I love the movie. Uh, I just wanted. It's not that I wanted more per se, like I did, but like I just wish it was like fifteen minutes longer, ninety minutes. Yeah, I agree. The pacing issue for me, at least. Yeah, it's like packing a car way too tight or packing a suitcase. It just felt overly compact. It's like Mario gets there to the castle. And he's like, meets Peach. It's like, oh, let's train you. Okay. It's like, what? It's like, holy yeah. cat. Like, you're not going to ask, like, questions, you know? Maybe yeah. have him stay the night. And then she ponders, like, okay, maybe we do this, you know? You know, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, and these might sound like nitpicks, but these are mostly just suggestions. The problem isn't that they didn't do that, do it that way. It's that the pacing was just like, whoa, like it was a set piece, a set piece. And it could have, pacing's important. Um, Very important. Like I'll do another video game example using Legend of Zelda as an example. So a lot of times people, when they play Ocarina of Time, they'll complain that, oh, Hyrule Field is empty. Oh, you know, it's so bad. But here's the thing. It's the space in between. It's the pacing. There's a journey to get there. So when you're walking, you're pondering what's happening in the story. It gives you time to think, right? If you just could teleport there, they could just make it like a menu screen. You just pick your levels, but that would just take away the immersion, right? Yeah. And and that's the thing. Like you need the. It's all about the immersion. I feel like the pacing. It does happen so fast. It does kind of take you a little bit out of it. Like okay, well, like most people wouldn't like, you know. <laughs> so most people wouldn't agree to train that fast like Mario did. I mean, maybe you would, but like, you know what I mean? It's just like, there's like no questions asked. It's like, oh yeah, we're in a movie. We need to do this training sequence. Okay, boom. Okay, now we need to go find Donkey Kong. Boom. Uh, now we need to uh, go to Rainbow Road. Okay, boom. You know, it's yeah, like, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The movie is written in video game logic. And that, I don't know, yeah. something about it, like we're not used to that per se. Because like, yeah, you're right. The pacing is so quick. It's like, there's like nothing in between the story beats. It's like it's going off of an outline, like boom, 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 instead of like having things transition in between. Mm-hmm. But then again, those are the Mario games. They're just boom, boom, they boom. Are. Go do this, go do that, collect this, collect 70 stars. Uh that's just the way I don't know. It's it's a double edge. It is. No, that's why I love it. Yeah, it is it is actually kind of what the Mario games are like. Except I think some lessons I could learn from are maybe the Mario RPG games. Yes. Like Mario RPG. And I think because it, it is a movie, right? It's a movie. So there does, there does, unless if it's incredible, I don't know, like, there does need to be some story in there. Um, well, that, I think that's movie. an exception. The RPG games, especially Mario RPG on Super Nintendo, because Remember that was developed by Square, who made. The well, then, final, but Paper Mario was developed by the people who made Fire Emblem. 
Well, see, there you go. Exactly. Yeah, and, and like Square, uh, Square Soft at the time, Square Soft. They made all the Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. And so yeah. I, th- I think those would be exceptions. But if we're talking like Mario, uh, Mario Sunshine. Oh yeah. 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 Exactly. Mario's, oh, Mario Sunshine movie would be so great. Yeah. I would. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Give us a Mario Sunshine movie. <laughs> oh yes, I wasn't even thinking about that. That'd be so. Mario Sunshine is a game that I want to love more than I do because there's, yeah. I so, feel like that could work though for the sequel because like they could do like a a combination of that and Yoshi's Island or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, they could do something like that. I don't know what they're. I have no idea what they're going to do for Yoshi. Um, did you see? Did you notice in the background that when they were looking at the map, it was the map from Super Mario World. Oh, I missed that. I missed that. Yeah, they're looking at the oh, map of the whole so cool. of the whole Mushroom Kingdom. It's literally that's the 2D Mario game, by the way. Super Mario. With that. <laughs> yeah, I love. It. It's literally the gameplay map. Actually, there's a couple. It's uh, the gameplay map, uh, world map of Super Mario World, and I think a little bit of Super Mario RPG because they're relatively similar. Um, yeah, yeah, they they use that iteration of the world map in the movie. I thought that was awesome. Even though it's really funny, and this will tell you how much of a nerd I am, because most people wouldn't know this, but it's funny because Super Mario World actually doesn't take place in the Mushroom Kingdom. It that's takes funny. place in Dino Land. It's where like Yoshi's from. Yep, that's funny. That's so. Yeah, but like most people wouldn't think that, but it's actually like not Super Mario Brothers three. And see. I don't know, like, but like you, let's know when I criticize this movie, like yeah. it's it's coming from a good place. Like I'm not, yeah, I so. yeah. yeah, like I'm not trying to. You know, I'm just saying, like, hey, like, because I will admit, if this movie had the same plot and had different characters and it wasn't Mario, I probably wouldn't like this. Movie. Or maybe it would be. I think it would be okay. So like, it is riding on the fact that it's a Mario movie, and like. And then you might think that's a negative thing, but like I don't know, I don't. I think it's a positive thing because most people know who Mario is. Like, yeah. like I'm pretty sure, like you could just talk to one person. Talk, go to New York City. Do you know who Mario? Who the Mario Brothers are? Like, yep, yeah, everyone will know. Like, even if they've ever played the game, they'll like. You can go to a, a senior assisted living home. You know who the Mario Brothers are? They'll know who the Mario Brothers are. I'm <laughs> they'll forget everyone you, else I'm in their so family, happy but they'll remember. I'm happy you said New York because that's the thing. I, oh, when I, even though those like the story beats are bam, 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 I love them because like you got the Mario Brothers, they're down on your luck in New York, in Brooklyn. They're, it's basically the same setup as Ghostbusters, which is what they parodied. In their little video, kind of, uh, oh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, maybe not. Well, uh, it was actually from the original. Um, that's from the TV show. I don't know if it, you know if Mario had a TV oh, show. Oh yeah, do the Mario swing your arms to the side, side to side. Come no, on, let's swing your. Uh, Can you imagine that was in the final credits? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, but yeah, I like that. Like they're in New York. They discover the pipe under 
the um sewer, which they never explain, but who cares? <laughs> so funny. It, it doesn't need to be. It, it, know, it doesn't matter. He goes to the Mushroom Kingdom, he discovers it, he meets Toad, he meets Peach, he goes on a quest to save the kingdom from being attacked by Bowser, and he saves his brother at the same time. That's it. And that's perfect. Yeah. And I think the saving the brother thing in our current society was probably a smart decision because there would have been a lot more outrage if Peach was a damsel of in distress in the beginning. Oh gosh. Yeah, yeah. it would have been. So, I think it would have been stupid because you know. But I'm actually, and I'm, I'm at the same time, I'm actually kind of glad because I, I when they first announced this movie, I was worried like, are we going to even get Peach in the movie? Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like I'm actually glad we got a lot of Peach and. Um, Mm-hmm. A- a- Anya Taylor Joy, I think is her name, right? Yeah, she, I love she, her. Absolutely love her. Yeah, she does. She she does great. She had so like, what's your favorite? Oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry. She had like that demeanor, like when she was talking. Yes, started just like Mario sixty four Peach at the end, like Mario. Yep. Climb where the stars. I think and um, I think the the and on sunshine when um. Peach talks too. She just nailed like the her vibe, and I thought that was hilarious. Uh, anyway, what was your question? No, uh, what was your favorite part of the movie? Oh gosh, um, anything with the nihilistic fire flame character, the blue one in the case. The, the Luma. That's a Luma from Galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> is, is it Galaxy? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I, it, are they also in? No, I was just saying. I, is, are there is also in um Mario Party Five or no? Um, or Mario Party Five or the Star Spirits are any of the Mario Party games? They 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 Mario Party Five like the people who like host the games. Those are the seven Star Spirits from yeah. Mario from Paper Mario. See, I'm telling you, like oh, I'm right. like an encyclopedia. <laughs> but um no yeah like that that so those are like those are slightly different the lumas are um they're from our galaxy they they're with rosalina that's right them. i remember that now from the gameplay oh my gosh well, oh my i think that that one was a fan favorite a lot of people like that one I love it's that so movie. funny how many times they said the word die in the movie yeah like, <laughs> It's funny because, like, if you look at Avatar: The Last Airbender, like, you can tell that they're not allowed to say "die" because it's Nickelodeon. Yeah. But then there's like Mario, like, open the gates or die. Oh, they're gonna die! And then like Luigi almost gets put in the lava. Like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember now. I was earlier in this review. I was talking about why I think some of the things that the critics found "quote unquote" offensive. And I think what they found offensive was. Oh, Bowser just wants to marry Peach, and that's you know, misogynist. Okay, and I'm just like, yeah, he's the villain. Yeah, and in the games, he always captures Peach. Yeah, I I I think that was probably one thing. I'm just like, because you know, it's just like I know, like in the Little Mermaid remake, they're going to be changing the lines from Ursula's "Poor Unfortunate Souls" about. If a woman wants a man, she should just not talk. And I mean, I guess so, but you don't have to understand she's the villain. So it's not like 
what she's saying is true. She's obviously lying to Ariel. She's saying how she's a she's a saint. You know, I don't know. Like, it's okay that the villains say terrible things in kids' movies. It's okay. Like, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll talk Side about that in our Little Mermaid review. Oh yeah, I, even though I'm actually not sure if I want to watch it, I'm probably gonna, really? I'm gonna wait to watch it on Disney Plus because I just don't want to give Disney my money. Give Disney my money. But real quick, actually, another thing. I, well, I don't know. We've been talking way too long, but if you do have time. I'm curious, like, do you think Disney animation is going downhill and we're seeing like a resurgence of other companies? Yeah. And I it's think kind it's of related about, to Mario movie. I think it's about time. Uh, yeah. I haven't been a fan of the recent Disney films. I think after, like, after the 2010s, like, I think, I mean, even Frozen 2, maybe, I think after Frozen 2, maybe even before that, it just dropped, and um, it's more rare to get a good movie because I think Encanto is good, but it's like more of like the exception to the rule now. Yeah, the average Disney movie and picture movie that comes out, it's kind of just either mid or really bad. Um, I think it's and mid- then like Puss in Boots. Oh, you see Puss in Boots? Yeah, I like that. Boy, it was so good. I had zero expectations, and like the Mario movie and. I think this movie, I, I don't know if it will now, because I'm curious, like, I'm curious if how many people come back to watch this movie. But my prediction earlier this year was, I think, and this is a kind of a bold prediction, and I'm not sure, as sure anymore, because I think it'll make a lot of money, but I was predicting it was going to be the highest grossing movie of this year. Mm-hmm. But I, I think its biggest competition would be The Little Mermaid, maybe The Flash movie, but then again, people are kind of sick of superhero movies. So I don't know. Um, I could see Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. I'm really excited for that, by the way. Me I could too. see that doing well. But, but the main reason why I think it, it could be the highest grossing, I think there's a chance it could make a billion. Um, and the main reason for that is it's going to do well outside the United States. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been getting a lot of recommendations of people um, leaking stuff into the theater, but they're in different languages. Like it's a lot in Spanish and there's some other languages. So like, it's just people that's everyone. Mario is universal. The damsel in the stress, you know, the brothers, like all these themes in the story, they're universal. That's um, every that's culture can understand it. Yeah, exactly. And it's also it's just yeah. So it's like I think there's a chance. Like, I think it's definitely going to be. In, 100% top five. Some people argue that oh, maybe Indiana Jones will do really well, but I have a feeling it's not going to do as well as people think it is because I think people are disillusioned with this Disney in general. And it's just, mm-hmm. um, yeah. The Little Mermaid, though, the nostalgia might be too strong. <laughs> Hopefully they brighten the movie a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be jarring like The Lion King, but I think is it Halle Berry or Halle Berry? I don't. Bailey, I mean, sorry. Uh, Bailey. Bailey, yeah. I think she sounds amazing. I think she yeah. sounds great. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, anyway, that's like another thing. We, the listeners didn't come here to talk about this. Or I get so much to talk about. about. Anyway, I'll... But, uh, yeah, Adam, up, uh, I, I love... Uh, as we can tell, we love the movie, and there's just so much in it for everybody. Um, again, you know, that's, what, that's the thing about the Mario games, is they're so unifying, and um, 
accessible and anyone can pick up and play them. And uh, I think you can also, like, project things onto the Mario games. I think you can, like, build your own adventures with the Mario games. Yeah. Just like with Zelda, but in different ways. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, it's just, it's got everything for everybody. And I think this movie just captures the whole spirit of the Mario franchise. It's not trying to be one of the games. It's not trying to uh, be too people-pleasing to the point of um, being obnoxious. It just does it just right. They pack a lot in there in 90 minutes. Again, I wish it was longer so we could have gotten a little more without feeling rushed. And um, that's my whole thing. But that's a nitpick. I just had fun with that. My final question is, like, what did you think of, again, spoilers, um, the ending taking place in the real world? Like, uh, like in the, the, the in Brooklyn, I should say. Oh, I think it was fine. I think nice. it was a good moment at the end where he's like, save Brooklyn, save Brooklyn. Like, that was yeah. a good moment. Um, yeah, that kind of surprised me at first, but then I'm like, oh, wait, it's a callback to the beginning of the screenplay. Like oh exactly that actually works. It works really well, and um, honestly, I feel like the real world thing doesn't bug me at all. I can see how some people be hesitant, but I think it helps that it's animated. Yeah, um, that's like this is a, a strength of animation, mm-hmm. um, and that you know critics refuse to accept that animation. Just they think oh it's a kid thing, but no, there's a reason. Like there's strengths and weaknesses to everything, right? Yeah, um, that reminds me. Um, was the accent too much? No, it's a perfect. Yeah, that that cameo was good. I love that from uh, Charles. You know, I saw like even later he was wearing the Mario's dad, uh, obviously played by the Mario voice actor. Um, yeah, he was jump, he was Jumpman too. I don't know if you knew that he was yeah. Jumpman from yeah yeah, and he was so. wearing uh the colors. Yep. Of, of one of the very, very early um, games. Uh, that, like, darker blue or whatever it was. Exactly, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought yep. it was the Jumpman colors instead. I love that. I love all that, the colors. That, that was a great way to, ex- to like, you know, get um, Chris Pratt's voice in the door. Have the person who actually voices it approve. Yeah. Even though maybe he was at gunpoint to approve, I don't know. Maybe he was paid to do it. So <laughs> yeah, um, I like the I don't know he voice actor too, Charlie Day. I thought he was. Oh, he did. And, oh yeah, I think the if if you were to ask me who did the best job, I would say Kamek. Kamek, the, the wizard guy, mm-hmm. works for Bowser. Yeah, he I mean, was. He was like a very side role. Yeah, but he nailed the voice. A hundred percent. Yeah, like, it was perfect. Like I, the also the role playing thing was kind of funny too. The with Kamek and Bowser, Kamek dressing up as P. Yeah, that was yeah. the peaches, P. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the whole peaches, peaches. <laughs> I, I haven't seen videos online already for it, but. You know, it makes sense though because of Jack Black's character, but oh, yeah, because like, yeah, when he was first casted, 
um, you know, everyone and myself included. Well, I'm thinking, okay, is he going to sound like the School of Rock, Jack Black, or what's it going to be like? I'm like, whoa, he's got like, and he said this in like a, on a on a on the red carpet. He was talking about how like Bowser's got that fire and brimstone guttural in his voice, and that's what he wanted to do, and it worked so he well. Nailed I love that. I just love all the it, tweets that people brought. It was to better party. than the voice in Sunshine, that's for sure. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. Junior. <laughs> all right, Adam, uh, thank you so much for collaborating on the podcast. And again, mm-hmm. for those who are listening, you can find um, Adam on YouTube under, is it just Adam Common? C-O-M-M-O-N? Adam Common, like, like C-O-M-M-O-N, yeah, so... Right. Adam Common. Yep. I what do you, what do, you yeah. do on your channel? Um I kind of just do whatever the heck I feel like doing. I, I have um I've been doing these videos about my favorite movies and video games. I'm probably gonna combine that in one video. I also so I also make video games, so I I kind of give a review of movies and video games from the perspective of someone who makes video games for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I have a little bit of a different perspective when it comes to that. Also, um, I like the stream stuff. I like to do speed runs. So I, I'm going to be doing a live stream of Breath of the Wild the day before Tears of the Kingdom comes out. I might be doing a race with my brother. So if you like Zelda, we can can do that. Cool, awesome, Adam. Well, we all look forward to uh, seeing your content. Thank you for reviewing the movie, and we will talk soon. Take care, brother.